Thank you for joining the latest edition of the International Public Sector Accounting Standard Board's audio podcast. My name is Stephanie Fox. I'm Technical Director for the IPSIS-B. IPSIS-B Chair Andreas Bergman and Deputy Chair Ron Lowell are here today to discuss key developments from the IPSIS-B's recent meeting held March 11th to 14th, 2014 in Toronto. Thanks to both of you and welcome. Andreas, one of the first agenda items covered this week was the strategy and work plan, which will soon be published for consultation. Would you give us an update on that, please? Thank you, Stephanie. Uh, before I respond to your question, let me welcome the newest members of IPSSP who joined us for the first time for a plenary meeting. Stuart Barr, uh, representing the InterSci, uh, Araceli Mendes uh, from Panama, Leonardo Nascimento, from Brazil and uh, Abdullah Yusuf from Pakistan. Now back to your question. Uh, yes, uh, we have issued uh, a consultation and this time it is not just on the work plan but it is also addressing the strategy. We are of the view that strengthening public sector financial management in a wider sense is the ultimate objective uh, IPSSB uh, tries to achieve through setting accounting standards for the public sector. And that's uh, what we propose to our constituency to be endorsed in this consultation. Uh, obviously, we then have to decide uh, which are the best items, the best uh, work plan items uh, to address this issue. And, and uh, therefore, we ask the constituency also to prioritize uh, the work plan items we should uh, follow up more quickly and with more resources and which ones are perhaps of a lesser priority. Thanks Andreas. Now the conceptual framework for general purpose financial reporting by public sector entities will be completed this year and that obviously represents a major landmark for the IPSIS-B. Ron, perhaps you could talk to us about the developments on the elements, definitions and recognition. I'll be very pleased to do that. Uh, I echo what uh, Stephanie has just said. This is uh, a high-priority project for the Board, and uh, for the last uh, number of meetings, uh, as you would have learned if you listened to our podcast, we've been spending considerable time off the meetings devoted to try to move this forward. I'm pleased to say that we are pretty much on target, and we should be seeing uh, final chapters, uh, five, three final chapters coming out uh, by the end of the year. On elements and recognition, we have uh, defined six elements. We are now no, no longer defining deferred inflows and deferred outflows. And this is in recognition of the comments that we received on our uh, exposure draft on the topic. What we have done, because uh, a number of correspondents did indicate that there was uh, uh, some informational value in uh, what used to be known as deferred inflows and outflows. We've called them econo other economic phenomena, which uh, would include uh, uh, these items. Uh, and we have uh, indicated that they can reside on the statement of financial position or on the statement uh, of financial performance, depending on uh, their nature. We still have uh, some work to do. The board had uh, some really good discussions on the issues and have given uh, uh, some clear directions on how to finalize uh, the chapter. And the chapter should come back 
to the June meeting for we have uh, uh, a near final uh, reading uh, before it's finalized uh, later that uh, in the in the year. On the recognition, uh, the uh, tentative. Uh, decision that the board made at this meeting was to look at the possibility of maybe uh, creating that as a separate chapter. It would be a very small chapter if that's the decision that is uh, finally made uh, for review at the next meeting. But it does uh, make uh, an awful lot of sense to realize that the recognition not only touches elements, but also has uh, uh, an impact on, on measurements. So having a separate chapter for recognition seems to be uh, uh, something that needed to be looked at. Um, but I think that's... Uh, Thanks for that, Ron. I'm sure our listeners appreciate this update and it'll be interesting to see what happens in June um, on this topic. Now, Andreas, maybe you could take some time now to talk about measurement. As you may recall from uh, our December podcast, uh, we are a bit more advanced in the topic of measurement. Uh, this is mainly due to the fact that we have received very strong positive comments in the consultation on our ED and have of course also addressed uh, those issues which were raised in the previous meetings. Uh, so in this meeting we took a bit of time to have a closer look at the liability side uh, which is of course uh, the, the side which is often neglected that uh, we wanted to take the time that we have in this case uh, to, to get it right also on this side of the balance sheet and uh, I think we made very good progress in this respect. Uh, having that said, uh, we are fairly optimistic that we will approve uh, this uh, chapter uh, in June 2014. That's great Andreas and continuing on with the conceptual framework and the development, let's take a moment to go over what happened during the meeting regarding the final phase of the project presentation. Ron, perhaps you could help us out here. Presentation is the final chapter of our conceptual framework. And uh, at this meeting, the board uh, reviewed uh, a draft, uh, a fi near final draft, uh, primarily incorporating all of the comments that we received from uh, stakeholders. And most of them were really an attempt to ensure that there was greater clarity and, uh, and a better understanding of what the issues are. Uh, once again, uh, the, our view is that uh, the, uh, the results of uh, what happened at this meeting uh, should be uh, finalized and incorporated in uh, a, a final document that will be presented at the June meeting. Uh, and we are uh, looking uh, for uh, approving uh, the, that, that chapter on, on presentation. Thanks for that, Ron. Now, there was also discussion on two additional topics, public sector financial instruments and social benefits. Ron, why don't you start with financial instruments? The uh, topic of financial instruments for the public sector is one that a lot of stakeholders have indicated in the past when we've consulted with them that they would rank that as something that we needed to address. We, uh, at this meeting, uh, spent uh, sometime talking about uh, the first issues paper that identified the financial instruments that are of particular importance to the public sector. So, so instruments such as uh, notes and coins, instruments as the special drawing rights of uh, the uh, issued by the uh, International Monetary Fund. 
and uh, we uh, went through talking about how they should be included in the uh, in the final paper and uh, uh, gave uh, made decisions on uh, on what uh, what what should be included and what should be excluded. Uh, we're looking at uh, receiving a, a more more complete paper for review at uh, at our next meeting. Thanks for that, Ron. And Andreas, maybe you can fill us in on social benefits, which is obviously a very important topic to the public sector. Definitely, and uh, we have only approved the project uh, in late uh, December, uh, but we were lucky enough to have a uh, first issues paper uh, presented to the board and discussed in the board meeting uh, at this March meeting, so, so I think this reflects the sense of urgency the board has on this topic. Uh, the important thing is, of course, to get the scope of the project right. And uh, obviously, we know that the social benefit schemes differ around the world, and uh, it shouldn't be arbitrary where we draw the line. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, having that said, we also need to be concise enough in defining the scope of our project in order to achieve something within reasonable time. And therefore, we have decided uh, to look at cash transfers with the highest priority, but uh, nevertheless uh, keep for a second phase additional thoughts uh, on individual goods and services, uh, which can also constitute uh, social benefits, at least in some jurisdictions. Collective goods and services, we feel, uh, are not social benefits, generally speaking, and therefore uh, can be excluded. Uh, now, uh, this phased approach obviously uh, is uh, one thing we will consult on in the consultation paper, which we are right now preparing, and so we will also seek feedback from our constituency on that approach. Um, one other thing we discussed, and I think this reflects also our decisions in December, uh, we discussed terminology, and, and in particular, uh, the terminology in the GFS, in the financial statistics of the government, and in our uh, projects, and uh, we were very clear that it, we didn't want to create any differences in terminology, but uh, we need to be free in respect of recognition and measurement, uh, what we do on the accounting side of this. Thanks for those very important updates on these two topics, and certainly the IPSSB will be revisiting both of these at future meetings. Andreas, perhaps you could close with any comments you have on the IPSSB Governance Review Group report addressing public interest oversight of the IPCC. Yes, I think these days this is usually the first question I'm being asked when I meet someone around the world. Uh, it is very important to IPCC that this uh, long-lasting issue is now finally being addressed uh, by the review group. Remember, uh, the issue of independent oversight has been on the table for more than 10 years now and has been pushed uh, between different groups and uh, different alternatives were on the table, but we never came to a completion of that project. So having a group of uh, important international bodies taking care of this uh, is making us confident that we will finally find a solution uh, for the independent oversight of our board. Uh, we discussed the, the paper with great interest and uh, uh, looked at the various options, uh, considered the advantages and disadvantages, and I'm very pleased to say that uh, the IPSSB came a to a, a unanimous position 
that option too, which is a public sector specific oversight within IFAC is the only option uh, which is uh, possible, not only in the short run, but also uh, in the medium uh, to the longer term perspective. So therefore, uh, we will very strongly support this option in our response letter uh, to the review group. And we, we hope that uh, this will enable us uh, to implement independent oversight uh, rather sooner than later and, and finalize uh, this issue. This brings us to the end of the March 2014 installment of the International Public Sector Accounting Standard Board podcast. Again, let me express my appreciation to IPSSB Chair Andreas Bergman and Deputy Chair Ron Solol for sharing their thoughts with us today. The next meeting of the IPSSB will be June 24th to 27th, 2014 in Toronto. More information is available at the IPSSB website, which is ipsisb.org and all IPSSB meetings are open to the public. On behalf of the IPSSB, I'd like to thank you for listening and invite you to join us again in June.